I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program, Bits, Rhymes, and Life, is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fun Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. This is the story of a boy who believed that whatever he dreamed he would come to achieve, but never in his life did he dream he could be an inspiration to those who came after he. This one's a good old-fashioned um, wives' tale, or um, good old-fashioned fable, rather, of the old story of the boy who cried wolf. But this is the Mega Ran remix for 2014. Well, it all starts way before 2014, when I was in second grade. Now, I was a jokester all throughout school, and... Um, I don't know what it was, but I used to be really great at doing impressions. I go to movies for one reason. The previews guy, you know the previews guy? One man, one decision, one desire. Fucking evil. Telling stories that sounded true, AKA I was a pretty bad liar. Um, I was pretty mischievous and always got into a lot of trouble. And um, it wasn't really until maybe about third or fourth grade that later on I wound up uh, causing harm by my my goofiness. But um, it led to me getting kicked out of a lot of classes, and which was bad because I was actually a really bright student and I got a lot of work done and I was reading on a much higher level. And it turned out after all the classes and psychoanalyzations that I went through um, that uh, a lot of my teachers and, and uh, counselors came up with finally an idea and um, hypothesis on me that was um, that I was bright and because I was bright I would get bored and that was what made me cause havoc in the classroom you gotta you gotta take this job serious this is the future of this nation and when you come in here like you did last time and make a statement about oh this is my paycheck indeed it is but this is my country's future and my education can you go outside please when I'm not bitching but simply making an observation. Okay, okay. And now I will meet. You're welcome. So I'd finish my work before all my friends, and then I'd be bored. So I'd throw my book at one of them to get their attention, or just so just weird, weird ways of acting out for attention. And um, part of that maybe was being an only child. So parents, you know, if you have one kid, do them all a favor. Do us all a favor and have another one because 
it, it sucks growing up lonely, you know. So, but uh, later on, I got comfortable with with myself, and even even being lonely, I, I started to feel a lot more comfortable by myself, and realizing I didn't have to act out to gain attention. And um, that was when this story begins. Okay, so again, second grade, I was at a John L. Kinsey School, which was right across the street from my house in West Oak Lane, Philadelphia, not to be confused with West Philadelphia, where I was not born and raised. Thank you very much. And um, at Kinsey, Kinsey was cool because it was the neighborhood school, so all my friends went there, all my you know buddies from the neighborhood were in the school, so if I saw them at school, I would also see them before school, I'd see them after school. So we go to a little store named John's, and we get our little candy, and we keep on moving toward school with all our candy, which has led to so many other different songs. Most recently, uh, Black Bags, I talk a lot about that. But um, anywho, uh, I was, as I said, a very bright student, and I read very well, and I solved problems very well. But one class that I could not excel in was... Um, physical education or gym class uh me being a bigger kid um it was always tough you know we'd get in there and it'd be rope climbing and having to wear shorts around girls i mean it, there were just so many different things that um led to all types of, of difficulty for me you know being the big kid and so i would of course try to use my humor to, to diffuse or make situations so much easier for me to handle. And uh, I remember very clearly one day, this all started when we were on the parallel bars. Now, the parallel bars, I don't even know why they let second graders on these, but anyway, they're just two bars that are parallel and they hang off the ground maybe about four or five feet. And you just kind of swing on them. And I don't really know what they had us doing, but we were just trying to maintain balance or something between them or just to hang on them. And um, there was a kid in my class named Tyrone. See, every time you come around, you got to bring Jim, James, Paul, and Tyrone. Now, Tyrone was the cool kid. He was the epitome of the coolest kid in the class. He had, like diamond stud earrings like he had the cool wavy slick back hair always had a fresh cut had the the tied one jumpsuit on uh the fresh clean shell toe adidas like smoothest kid around you know just smooth talker you know smile that can melt a room the ladies loved him the teachers loved him i mean he was just he got away with murder because he was just super smooth and they they loved that um tyrone's family uh probably into some i don't know well i don't really know what they were into but they were into things nice enough to uh, to make sure he had the finest and uh so they had they had some good some money and um I remember gym class walking around um, and it was time to get on these bars and I'd put it off as long as I could by hopping to the back of the line and jumping around. But of course they would give us numbers, you know, like one and then you're two and you're three and then a one, two, three. And so it didn't really even help. I had to get up there sooner than I thought. And uh, I hop up on and I'm just kind of hanging. I think we had free time maybe and we're just hanging. And um while hanging, uh, Tyrone walks by, smooth as he could be, just kind of strutting a little bit, if you can picture it. Just a smooth young kid with a jumpsuit on, just kind of strolling. And um, maybe a little herringbone chain, you know, just 
third grade, just chilling, like what, you know? So um, Tyrone walks by me, and again, cool kid in the class, does whatever he can to continue his coolness, and he sees me kind of hanging there, big guy just hanging upside down, and he taps me. I mean, it was the ever so slightest tap. He just touches me, a little touch on my leg, and... Me thinking, wow, Tyrone, the cool kid in the class, just interacted with me. I got to extend this moment. So at this time, time's going in super slow-mo for me. I'm just like, I must extend. So I'm living in like bullet time. And for this next 10 seconds, it feels like 10 minutes. And I'm like, what can I do to make him talk to me some more you know this could this could rub off in a really good way so my second grade mind tells me to jump off just completely let go of the parallel bars let's do it because he'll turn around he'll laugh i'll laugh it'll be great i pictured me kind of landing and like you know the ending move when you when you do a break dancing move and you end with the the you know the palm of your hand like on your ear kind of leaning to the side and legs crossed just kind of chilling like hey man why did you push me <laughs> totally what i pictured happening didn't happen that way because i wasn't looking i just let go now at this time my head's facing directly down and i let go and i fall Luckily, I was smart enough to not just fall straight on my head, but I fall on my shoulder on the mat and I hear this crack and I feel this separation going on. And I'm like, never felt this before. Uh, And so I do all I could do at this time as a cool kid and I cry like a baby. I'm just like... Now, we called her Mean Miss Jones because she was mean. She's an African-American woman. Um, I don't think she was that old at that time. But this lady yelled and told everybody to be quiet. And she hated me. Now, I know every kid says that some teacher hates them. But I was probably, I deserved to be hated. I was a jerk. I, I would impersonate her all the time. I would make an excuse when I couldn't do an activity. Gotta go to the bathroom. Gotta go to the nurse. Gotta call my mom. Gotta got the wrong shoes on. Gotta do something. You know, I was just always thinking something to get out of it. So, um, at this time, I fall crack. I'm yelling. Miss Jones looks over and the first thing she says is, Jarbo, get up. Stop playing. And I'm like, no, Miss Jones, this really hurts. And she's like, Jarbo, I don't want to hear it. Shut your mouth. Go sit down. And I'm just holding my shoulder and I'm just like, oh, no. And uh, I continue to cry and cry and cry and cry. And the kids just go on with their business. And one kid comes and sits next to me. And, and um, I don't remember who it was, but it was a guy. And he asked me, are you really hurt, man? And I was like, yes, I am. Oh, my gosh. And so luckily, since he was trusted, he was very trustworthy. And he went over to Miss Jones like, Miss Jones, I think Raheem's really hurt. And I'm like, I am. She's like, you know what? Jarbo is a big phony. Don't listen to him. Don't let him fool you. And I'm like, Miss Jones, that really hurts. And eventually she's like, you know what? Take him to the office. But if you find out he's faking, I'm getting him suspended. 
under the influenza. Something worse than influenza. Got all the symptoms. Sore throat, achy joints, clammy hands, dry cough, fever. Somebody call the ambulance. I'm up all night. Tossing like a dragon, low sweating like a man. I climb the regulated fire code. Crypto spuriatosis. These days I'm too debilitated to focus. Hope this blows over expedition. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's attacking me viciously. I got people to save, but nobody to save me. Oh, but they gave me some rabies, a baby. It's encephalitis, malaria. Whatever it is, it's from my city in a state of mass panic. Hysteria, vacate the area. Then I hear chicken pox into the dope can bury ya. Bitch will be bedridden just cause I'm feeling rotten. That's a quick way for my head, wouldn't be forgotten. Whoever was plotting on this scam was ingenious. I'm in the Walgreens, right? Eight at CBS. Could it be age related? Running and jumping the veins for years. The reflex is fading. Shortness of breath and my chest is infected. Maybe it's the dust of the asbestos. I don't know. I need a doctor right now. I'm sick. I need a doctor. Man, I need a doctor right now. I'm sick. I need a doctor right now. I'm sick. I 
kid to the office and um, then to the nurse. Nurse tells me that I have a separated shoulder. And so for the next, uh, I don't know how long it was, I, I wound up going to the doctor, to the hospital, like, and I don't know, maybe it was about a month or so, I was in a sling, not a cast, but a sling. Um, I remember having some difficulty just moving around and just, just doing my work and everything. It was just a really bad time. I think it was my writing hand, so I actually was able to get out of doing a lot of writing. Um, so that was cool. But I remember one time sitting on uh, the steps outside. Again, it's a neighborhood school. Uh, all the neighborhood kids come around the neighborhood. So I'm sitting outside. Maybe it was a weekend, and I'm on my sling, and this kid walks up, and it's Tyrone. And, you know, he doesn't have a jumpsuit on. He's just kind of regular. He walks up. He's like, hey, man, like, I'm sorry about what happened. And um, and my mom comes outside. She's like, hey, who's he talking to? I was like, this is Tyrone. She's like, Tyrone! And, like, fire just starts coming out of her eyes and ears. And it's like, you hurt my baby! And, and Tyrone's like, deer in the headlights, like, I... <laughs> And then Tyrone starts to cry like a baby. And I had never seen the cool kid ever do this. <laughs> and so it totally blew my mind. Uh, he's like, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. And I just could not believe it. I'm just sitting there in disbelief. Like, oh my gosh, he cries too? Oh my gosh, he snots too. And he stutters when he's crying just like I do. This is great. And I couldn't believe it, but I, I, I felt so bad inside that I never actually told him. And this is the part that, that that's the worst part of this whole story is that I never actually told Tyrone that I let go on purpose and that he really didn't do anything, you know. But good news of that, though, is that for the rest of that semester, or at least for at least a few months after that, Tyrone and I were best buddies. Everything worked out. Kids picked on me. Tyrone was like, hey, man, leave Jarbo alone. Well, you got to deal with me. And they'd be like, oh, snap, it's Tyrone. So... Uh, I did manage to to make a, a really great ally out of that situation. So, wait, I don't. This was supposed to be a story about me learning a lesson of being a jerk. But again, I feel super terrible about it. You know, I, this is one of my biggest regrets, honestly, is that I never told him. And you know, so if I ever see him again, you know, I hope he's okay and uh, doing something positive in his life. And you know, because uh, a lot of my classmates at Kinsey did not end up so well. A lot of them are in the penitentiary um a few of them are also deceased and it's a, it's a really sad situation so uh i really hope he's one of them that that's on the positive side of things and um and if i do see him because i can still go back home to philly every couple months so if i do go back you know i'm gonna say what's up to him and i'm gonna be like hey man i don't know if you remember but um that time with the parallel bars I did that. You didn't do anything. I let go. I was just trying to be cool, trying to get a laugh, and it backfired. Or did it? What a twist! Well, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. But um, if you got any crazy regrets or crazy stories like that, go ahead and share them in the comments or hit us up, man. But uh, thank you so much for listening. 
And um, don't cry wolf. Peace. I used to make up sketches of the perfect companion One with the right combo of passion and understanding Out on the stoop we would make up games Spin the bottle, shoot for dead, but I was way too lame Till I met a chick in math class, her name was Dawn The first girl I knew that put makeup on Wanted to get with her, so I would make up lies Pretending I was getting money just like those guys on the app Hustle nine to five to make up time Only came to school once a week cause they was on the grind Begged my mom for a starter jacket and got four Cause I had mad deficiencies to make up for So I started talking back to teachers saying acting up I would make up jokes and had a class cracking up But I was only concerned with that one girl with the makeup She made up my whole world it was a rainy day. I was supposed to walk on with the fellas, but I made up an excuse. I saw Dawn with no umbrella. Although it belonged to my mom's, I gave it to her anyway. I was too shy to talk, so I started to walk away until she said, You might as well stay until the bus comes. Now, this the kind of situation the old me would run from. But I came back, put on my act, played it cool like them cats that were sitting in the back of the class. I cracked jokes about the people walking by, and she laughed. I was officially living a lie. Cause I knew if she had known I was a geek that was from the streets, but far from street, I ain't have a chance. Then the feeling started rushing like an avalanche. Bus was coming, so I just grabbed the hand. Wrote my number in her palm with the big pen. And we've been going steady since then. One day I showed up at the rest, decided I was surprised her. She ain't had no makeup on, I didn't recognize her. Had to make up an excuse, cause I ain't have a spine. But I don't want a girl who's only pretty part time. But she busted me, had the nerve to call me a hypocrite. Said she wasn't the only one lying, I'm no different. She knew that I was making up lies while hustling. Knew that I got my cool clothing from my mother in. The sad part is that she liked me for me. And I hid behind the very same insecurities that she fell for. Trying to be something that I was not. She said I liked you way before the bus stop. Not only can we not hang together, I just got an NES. We could have game together. So I guess the moral is work with what you got. Better to be hated for what you are than love for what you're not. Make love and fight till we lost, till we make up on trust and mess up your makeup. Love, 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 love
Thanks for listening to Bits, Rhymes, and Life. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at the Nerdy Show store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of Bits, Rhymes, and Life, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. And for the latest news, follow us on all our favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.